happy Tuesday. Welcome to Spoilers. Um, we're going to spoil today Batman, The Killing Joke, a Alan Moore graphic novel adapted to, for film. Um, no one knows why. No one knows why, and it's a two-night event. I think uh, our producer that's not here today, Pappy, um, unfortunately couldn't make it, but he said it probably the best. Um, there's a reason why it's only in theaters for two nights. Um, but let's go ahead and start and talk about Batman the Killing Joke. Uh, one of my favorite Batman comics, just because it's very unique, um, but I'm here tonight with um, Stevie, uh, another producer, as well as Money Mike. What's um, happening? How we doing? How we doing? Hello. Uh, a little confused at the moment as to why this was even <laughs> released in the theaters. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, me and Stevie were talking about it for a while while, while Mikey was lurking in the background without us even knowing. Oddly um, just lurking, about... eating cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Munching on cereal. We could hear slow bites. We weren't sure what was going on. Um, but no, we were kind of mentioning just uh, why, 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 why. And I think that might just be a, a response to kind of that finished product uh money actually you jump in and tell us what you think because we've been ramming on you you heard a little bit of what we were talking about um we can reiterate that for a recording here but uh what was your take on it man the part that was actually the killing joke the like the second two-thirds of the movie uh i thought that was pretty accurate to the graphic novel uh, yeah. i thought they could have done more gone into more detail with that or maybe stretch it out a little bit longer. But the uh, first act of this movie was so weird and unnecessary. I don't understand the Batgirl arc at all. And then she uh, goes to... Batman enters her Batcave at some point. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the best way to describe it. (laughs) That's the best line we could possibly throw out for that. Yeah, it was just weird and so unnecessary. And then it was... Like, immediately after it happened, it's, like, not brought up again at all. And Batman doesn't really mention it again, and neither does Batgirl, and that's kind of, like, the end of it. And I don't know. It was just very odd and totally unnecessary. Yeah. I think me and uh, Stevie were talking about this. Just, you know, kind of, it's, it's uh, what, 76 minutes, so an hour and 16 minutes long. And probably the first 36 minutes or so is a story that's never really been told. It's kind of like a new thing that's written for this movie. And it was just kind of the Barbara Gordon, a.k.a. Babs, a.k.a. Batgirl, kind of like her story of how she's in love with Batman and how she's kind of codependent in a sense. Uh, And as well as uh, just, I don't know, man. I I really didn't understand what they were trying to do with that because then there was that main villain – um, which Jesus Christ, his name was fucking Franz Paris. No, excuse me. His name was Paris Franz. That Paris got... Franz. Excuse me, listeners, one more time. His name was Paris Franz. That's what his real name was. It's almost upsetting to me. You can hear it in my voice. I didn't understand that. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> that was like the main villain and, uh, Babs, also, AKA Barbara Gordon, AKA Oracle. Like, I feel like they were trying to pull like this thing that like Batgirl's obviously in love with Batman, but here's the bad boy, uh, Paris France, that she might fall in love with. But they so totally dropped the ball on that. Like they could have maybe done that, but they didn't. I think Stevie, you're about to jump in and say something there, but well, ugh, the, 
the Paris Franz joke got like one chuckle out of the whole theater, and everybody kind of wanted to hit that guy just for laughing at it. But um, <laughs> yeah, like it, here's what I was confused about. Like, okay, you had this whole like Batgirl thing, and apparently Batman has sex with his bat mask on because not once does she call him Bruce, which I thought was kind of strange. Um, but well, uh, they actually said if they knew who their identities were, I'm sure Bruce Wayne Batman knew that she was Barbara Gordon. Yeah, but like. Did she- Oh, that he was Bruce Wayne. And they could have, like, thrown in, like, this whole thing it, where, like, Commissioner Gordon and Batman maybe could have gotten a fight over her. Like, that would have been right? cool if they threw that yeah. into the arc. Just kind of, like, a screwball in there. Yeah. Um, But they did not develop that arc at all. And you kind of just felt like the beginning was just a waste of time until the actual movie started. Uh, that whole Paris France thing, like, ended up going nowhere. Like, they <laughs> right? fought on the docks. <laughs> They fight on the docks. He gets knocked out, and then what happens after that? I don't. I don't even understand. Like the whole part of the story was ended right there, and then oh, now it's the killing joke. It was yeah. It just felt weird. like two separate entities that they're trying yeah. to most copy and paste together, uh, paper mache, if you will. It was not good, and so okay, Barbara Gordon, uh, Detective Gordon's. Jim Gordon's daughter. Her character arc was basically, I'm Batgirl. I love Batman. Oh my gosh, I got shot. Now I'm Oracle. <laughs> like, it, it just, it was not, it was so unnecessary and they really didn't tie why it was happening together. Why that Paris France was like hitting on her. Um, and actually when they haul Paris France off for like the last time, because they kind of tied the strings on that, where he's going to jail and kind of got caught. And He's on uh, like national television or just like the local Gotham City news. And he's like, I love you, Batgirl, as he's getting arrested. And then it sh- cuts to uh, Barbara, um, who's Batgirl, like watching the, 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 uh, the newscasting of that. It just felt cheesy, man. And I think I mentioned earlier, like, if they were trying to play, you know, that Barbara's uh, like star-crossed lover between like, you know, Batman and the main criminal, then cool, go that yeah, go that route. But they didn't. They so half-assed the beginning. I, and, and I think me and Steve were talking about it. And uh, Mikey, I think you texted earlier that like, if the, if the Batman killing joke, just the graphic novel, was translated into um, film, you know, it would only be 40 minutes tops. And I think everyone understood that. I would have paid for that. What they, yeah, and I think we would have paid for that. I think that's like, you know what, just make that really good and we'll do it. But what they tried to do was add another 45 minutes on the beginning to make it like a full feature film. And they really did not do that well. I, I know what they're trying to do. They just didn't do it. <laughs> they tried. They didn't execute. I know Mikey brought this up last night. He was just like, maybe they realized the killing joke was just too short and they had to like kind of shoehorn in uh, like like the Batgirl story for no reason just so they could make it longer. And it just fit, it just like fell miserably on its face. Yeah. Well, so Stevie, uh, for our listeners, um, <laughs> well, and as well as Mikey, I did not see it in theaters. I found a way to stream it. Lucky uh, man. Yes, yes. Um, I won't say if it was a paid service or not or, uh, or how legally I obtained that. But uh, <laughs> uh, 
what did you guys think of like that? I guess there was a Mark Hamill interview about the Joker and whatnot, and I that would be a cool thing to pay for and see. But it'll be on YouTube soon enough, probably. But how was that? Uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty cool. He talked about uh, the '90s comic or the '90s uh, cartoon, and uh, nice. He talked about the video game character, the Arkham series. He did he play about- the Arkham? Yeah, all video three games he did. Fantastic, because he's really good in that. Nice. I did not know that. Yeah, he um, just kind of brought up about like how Mask of the Phantasm was kind of mm-hmm. laid before him as like a screenplay, and he just didn't think that it would go over well as you know because his he'll always be identified as Luke Skywalker. I mean, especially with the older generation, he's kind of oh, talking that's about his like, most defining role for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the most famous franchise in film history. But um, he was just talking about kind of doing that trying to get over the hump of being Luke Skywalker to being the Joker and how he didn't want to do it. And so he read it as best as he could, and they called him back and they gave him the part. And he just he just kind of – he was talking about kind of the evolution of his Joker going from, you know, this kind of almost like – I mean, very cartoony villain in like the original Mask of the Phantasm going to like a more dark and rugged version in the video games and mm-hmm. also doing the killing joke now, so – he was just talking about like what he could bring to the Joker as what Heath Ledger and Cesar Romero and Jack Nicholson did. Just kind of, you know, how every actor brings something different to the table. <laughs> Jared Leto coming up in uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, oh. he seems to def- be an interesting Joker. That'll be an that interesting. That Joker definitely looks the most cartoony. Yeah, and honestly, I w- I've I've gone back and forth between hating the hell out of it and being like that could actually be okay. Because the Joker's always a wacky kind of character. And, you know, but, you know, they've showed so many posters and, like, trailers of of him, like, uh, all tattooed up. And it's kind of it weird. Looks like he could be a part of the Latin Kings. <laughs> <laughs> Batman, the Latin Kings. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, definitely Mark Hamill's one of the best voice actors. I really enjoyed the laugh he does uh, for the Joker. It's pretty genuine. So, like, they, they showed the Joker's, um, what do you call it, um, origin story yep. in this, which, which is very detailed out in the book as well. Or it's basically Frank. I, that Frank. was my favorite part of the comic or graphic novel. Was yeah. His backstory. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, it might have been the first backstory or, or you know. Maybe just one of the more uh, profound, but mm-hmm. uh, when they were showing that, and he, you know, was the Red Hood and fell into the Acme like vat of green, you know, juice or whatever, and then like fell out through the uh, pipes into the river and got out. Um, the Acme. I think I was like, the- <laughs> yeah, that's that's the plan he was working at, and he yep. fell out the river, and he's he was, you know, that classic scene where it shows his face and he's just laughing. Mm. Um, I almost I might tweet a picture of that, but. Um, that laugh right there that Hamill did, I thought was pretty good. It it felt like it was a real human being, and not just some kind of like cartoon, like laughing uncontrollably. It kind of felt like a human being going from sanity to insanity. And I thought he did a really good job right there on that laugh. Uh, I, I definitely give props for him, his artistic ability um, during that part of the film, but. Uh, you know, the rest, I don't know if I can really say 
much good about anybody else's performance. I mean, everyone did well. Uh, you know what it felt like to me? It felt like a, and not that there's anything wrong with that. It felt like a '90s cartoon of Batman, and, and that's what I car- think they were going for. Yeah, and '90s cartoon of Batman's fantastic. The problem is, it's 2016, and we have Avatar and all these bullshit CGI and all these great like Disney animations. Why go back to making it look like shit when they have the technology to make it look amazing? Um, and with that being said, yeah, if they're trying to go back and do it, fine, and make it look that way. But I still think they dropped the ball in the animation. What did you guys think about the animation? I, I really thought the animation was kind of not up to par. Uh, I mean, it's I've definitely seen better animated movies. They leave a lot to be desired in terms of like the fighting and the like, mm-hmm. like the background uh, and the landscape kind of like scenery and drawings and stuff like that going on. It's not all too detailed mm-hmm. and uh, you can really tell that like they didn't put the most effort into like animating like a bunch of movement into any of the scenes. Like fight scenes or Especially anything. Especially when people were walking. Yeah. They just walked weird. Oh yeah. And see that's the thing. It, it felt like a nineties like it felt like they hand drew hand drawn hand drew <laughs> hand drew each frame. But I think uh, me and Steve were talking about it right before we started recording here was that some of it was actually computer animation where it was like, you know, kind of done Wait, what was it like? Uh, like the the backgrounds like, and landscapes were heavily computerized. Yeah, like and computerized, kind of like dubbed in. In that sense, it's not even good. Like, yeah. you don't use computers, make it look beautiful. Like it, it looks just like shitty. It looks like hand drawn. Which, if it was, then cool. Uh, kudos to the artist, but it wasn't. So. What the heck? I think they were trying to go back to like mask, like you said, like a '90s cartoon, like Mask of the Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Which is my personal like favorite animated Batman movie, um, but that story like tied together so much better than this one did. So you're kind of having like really campy artwork with not that great of a story thrown into it. So it doesn't really mesh well. It doesn't mesh well at all, and I think a lot of critics have critics and fans alike have kind of been. Uh, not shitting on it. It's almost like disappointed, like you know, like a punch to the gut. Yeah, like uh, when you disappoint a loved one or, or a family member or something. It's like I do it every day. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, my friend. Me just too. got married. Do it every day. <laughs> but that's that feeling, you know. It just feels disappointing. It's like I love the graphic novel. I think it's very unique. It's short. It's probably the it's most the read shortest, of mine. Yeah, but probably the most read of mine personally. Graphic novel, just because it's short. Um, you know, it's a good. 50 pages if i'm guessing That's maybe tops. 100 but yeah yeah it's it's short it's a read you can get done in you know an hour or less um but it's a fantastic story but just there's so much expe- expectation of something unseen before on screen and it just didn't happen what did you and think I, of I felt, the uh the loony song that was weird too because that's not <laughs> wait is that is that in the book? I don't, I don't remember that being in the graphic novel. I think that was original to the film. He might have done like a little like 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 a number, but like didn't play out that well. Yeah, in the book. But no, I did not like that. <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> um, I didn't. Um, 
I didn't I didn't mind it. I didn't love it. Didn't hate it. It was just kind of like, oh, that's there. Um, but I I can't remember what part of the movie I did. I think this is going to play deeper into the whole, you know, Robin, like Robin going to be dying in a Batman movie soon. But do you notice a part where like uh, he was looking up stuff on the Joker on file or something like this? And there was a picture of Robin dead on screen. Wow. I don't think I caught that. Yeah, like the upper right corner, it showed um, Robin. It looked like his like head was bashed in, like, and he was dead. Wow. Yeah, I think that's what. I, don't, I can't remember if that was in the graphic novel or not, but I think they're going to be diving deeper into that soon. You know what, though? I just going back to disappointment. Disappointment, man. I am disappointed because, like, we've known this is going to come out for a while, months, yeah. a very long time. Yeah, and uh, like you said, you bought tickets in advance. You know, we've been waiting for it, counting down on it. Keep saying like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be good." Mark Hamill's the Joker coming back, Killing Joke, such a good book. And then it just was a letdown, man. The uh, intro, <laughs> the the first part of the film did not add up to the second part, and then the second part was not good enough standalone to make the first part okay, and it just didn't work out. I'm just happy they had the interview with Mark Hamill because if they didn't have that, I'd be extremely disappointed yeah (laughs) yeah i need my money back yeah yeah so um yeah let's let's go around this is a mini but let's just give like a yes or no if uh if you would if you would see it um i'll start just because i i started that but uh, as a batman fan like i own a lot of batman comics he's your favorite right Uh, my all-time favorite. I think I have fifteen to twenty different Batman comics and and uh, and uh, counting. I, I love Batman, so I love the stories. And I'll I'll watch this again, and I'll watch it again and again. And actually, a matter of fact, it's on my screen right now. I've been playing it this whole time. <laughs> um, I was watching it before we started, and I just muted it for the uh, recording. But speaking of the Looney Tunes show tunes. Uh, the Joker's doing that right now <laughs> on my uh, on my uh, playback right now. But um, yeah, I'll watch it again. I, I like Batman, um, and I-, I just like it. You know, it's kind of like watching you know a rerun of your favorite show. Like you mm-hmm. know what you're gonna get. Uh, but uh, you know, if if you're not a Batman fan or a comic fan or have never read The Killing Joke, do not see this movie. Uh, I hate to say it, but don't. You won't like it. It's not good. It's not for everyone. Uh, it's a little bit of a letdown. So uh, yes, if you like this kind of thing, um, but but know that it's not going to be great. Um, and then just know if if you just you know aren't a comic book fan in general. So that's that's my take. Money. What's what's your opinion on that? Uh, I think. Uh, however, you're going to watch this. Either skip to when Barbara gets shot. Or mm-hmm. download it and edit it right as Barbara gets shot. <laughs> Watch that forty minutes of the actual Killing Joke because the first, the first uh, thirty minutes of this makes no sense and doesn't really affect anything in the outcome of the yeah. movie at all. Yeah. Uh, and it's unnecessary. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'll probably, I probably won't watch it again just because I've seen it now and the animation wasn't all that great to me but it was nice to actually like get the killing joke up on screen and see what they did with it 
But yeah. uh, it was a disappointment to me. Yep. How about you, Stevie? Um, I had really high hopes going in, and then about six days, or about I think about four days ago, uh, all the Comic Con reviews started coming in, and I knew I was in for a bad movie. And <laughs> this is yeah. this is what that was. It was a bad movie. I mean, all like you can say like all oh, the killing joke part was cool, yeah, but that's half the movie. It's not the whole movie. As a whole, this was a bad movie. Nowhere near Mask of the Phantasm or Under the Red Hood. Or even, they did like The Dark Knight Returns. That was much better than this. Um, yeah. Oh, those were good. HBO did those. Yeah, HBO did those. They were phenomenal. And even the most yeah. ardent Batman like apologist can't defend this movie because it was not great. Uh, yeah. The voice acting was good, but that is about it. So I won't be watching this again, and I wouldn't advise anybody to pay to see this. Honestly, you can... <laughs> You can tell exactly where it like switches. Oh, this is now the Killing Joke. It's like when she's yeah. answering, she's running <laughs> to her door. It's like, yeah. oh, now we're in the Killing Joke. Now we're here. It is blatantly out there. It's like, bam, thank you, man, in your face. Yeah, it's uh, just watch well, it from there. Just watch it from the scene when she's out jogging and then she runs to her door and then it's the graphic novel. Yeah, it's a that, or, that or just read the graphic novel if you never read it. Like that'll make you feel so much better than watching this. Yeah, actually, yeah, just read the book. I think that's probably all of our opinions. It's it's a short read, read like you said, like an hour. Yeah, yeah it's. Yeah. Don't watch this unless, like you said, it's free and you have nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so many movies of ours that we <laughs> review are. Watch if you have literally nothing, nothing else. else to do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was uh, us shitting on Batman the Killing Joke, which uh, unfortunately was not up to any of our expectations. Uh, maybe it's just because we're mega fans, or maybe it's because it fucking sucked. But far, far way, below <laughs> expectations. Either way, it was good to have y'all, guys. Um, and uh, thanks for listening again. Um, you can always reach us on Twitter at SpoilersPidcast, which is Spoilers, P-D-C-S-T, uh, on the Twitter sphere. You can also hit us up on, what is it? Uh, PodcastSpoilers at gmail.com. Yes, sir. That is our email address. You can drop us a line. If anyone's saying drop a line, it might be 2001, if uh, people are still saying that. Um, either way, we'd love to hear some feedback. You can give us feedback. We're going to read on air. You can be like, these guys suck. We'll be like, uh, Joe Schmo from uh, Yada Yada said we suck. Uh, or you can say we're really good. We'll read that too, but uh, I doubt we'll get any of those. Um, anyways, thanks for listening again. This is Spoilers. We'd love to have you. Um, also, uh, Josh Hensley from the Budabega. He's the man who makes our music. Thanks again. Um, peace. Math teacher Mark Math Paper.